Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Here's an advert for Luke's English Podcast Premium. That's my premium subscription service. Uh, In Luke's English Podcast Premium, you get extra episodes every month that focus on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation. That's where I use my particular set of skills to help you improve your English so that you can speak like me. That's the idea. I publish premium episodes in series you may have noticed, and you can get access to all of those premium series in the Luke's English Podcast app or online. Just go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium to get started. Very, It's it's very simple and it's it, you'll see, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm not very good at selling things. But anyway, I think this product sells itself. Luke's English Podcast Premium. Learn to speak English like me teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. Okay, now let's get started with this new episode, and here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the podcast. Are you ready for your regular dose of English listening practice? Well, I hope you are, because here we go. We're going to start. So, this is episode number 663, and it's another lying game with Amber and Paul, this time recorded remotely during the lockdown fairly late in the evening recently. So, the lying game is something that Amber, Paul, and I have been playing for years on this podcast – Basically, it involves us telling each other stories about our lives, but we can choose to either tell the truth or tell a lie. The others then have to ask questions about those stories and then try to guess if they are made up or not. Points can be won or lost accordingly. So before we start, I just want to point out some bits of language for you to notice while you listen. So we'll start with grammar. Essentially, this game is about storytelling, and most of the time, the stories take place in the past. So there are lots of descriptions of past events and questions in past tenses. If you wanted to, you could look out for things like the grammatical tenses being used. Past simple tense is definitely the most common one. For example, I jumped into the water, or I didn't jump into the water, or did you jump into the water, or why did you jump into the water? But why did you jump into the water? Because uh, I, I know I was on fire. Why were you on fire? Um, actually, I don't know. It's just an example. Uh, all right, that's not one of the stories in this episode, by the way. Anyway, so that's past simple tense. But also watch out for instances of the other narrative tenses that we know and love. Past continuous and past perfect and how they're used in combination with past simple to build a narrative. Past perfect, that's had 
plus a past participle, just a reminder, just in case you'd forgotten, had and a past participle. That's past perfect. For example, I was going to Ireland because Alice had invited me to stay. So had invited, that's past perfect. That's used to show that certain things happened before the main events of the story. It doesn't mean things that happened a long time ago. That's a common mistake that I often hear or or read. But rather, it's used to show background events, things that happened before the main events of the story. For example, I was going to Ireland because Alice had invited me to stay. Alice invited me to stay before this story, before the main events of this story. This is Amber's story, by the way, which is about a journey. So the reason she was going to the airport and doing all those things is because Alice had invited her to stay. So that shows that that happened before the main events of the story. Uh, Now, past perfect is not as common as past simple or past continuous, but it's definitely used, although it can be quite hard to hear. It can be hard to notice the had part of past perfect. Alice had invited me to stay. Alice had... It's just a tiny little... Uh, it's not we don't say Alice had invited me to stay we would say Alice had invited me to stay Alice had invite Alice had in d it's more just a d sometimes and even that d sometimes links with a consonant sound in the next word and it becomes sort of invisible so it's a bit tricky to identify past perfect sometimes when you're listening Um, also we use past continuous that's was or were plus an ing verb for example i was living in brighton at the time i was living was not i was living but i was living i was living in brighton at the time and we use it to show the situational context at the time the main events happened or to show things that happened over and over and over again for example now watch out for these sentences in the episode and these are sentences that you will hear um Watch out for these sentences. So these ones mainly contain past perfect. So also watch out for the pronunciation. Can you hear the word had in these sentences? So the first one is, we went to Greece. It was the first time we'd ever been on holiday together. It was the first time we'd ever been on holiday together. It was the first time that we'd ever been on holiday together. You could include that as well. So it was the first time in their lives at that point. No previous trip to Greece before then. It was the first time we'd ever been on holiday together. We'd ever. You can hear the dirt because it's sort of easier to hear because there's an, a vowel sound after it, ever. So we'd ever. It was the first time that we'd ever been on holiday together. Another one that you'll hear is uh, we'd never been outside the UK or Paris. We'd never. It's harder to hear the d there in the, the had we'd never we'd we'd never we'd you could either say we'd never or we'd never you can hear you could try to notice it in the episode we'd never been outside together we'd never been together outside the uk or paris past perfect another example at the time i was living in brighton it was the summer holidays and alice had invited me to stay with her in ireland which is where she's from and we've already had that one Alice invited Amber, in this case, earlier than the main events of the story. Alice had already gone home for the school holidays, or for the holidays. It wasn't wasn't the school holidays. Why did you say school holidays? I don't know. Alice had already gone home for the holidays. Alice had Alice had already gone home. There's the there's had Alice had Alice had already gone home. 
So the point, the reason we don't stre- um, you don't hear the word had is because it's not a stressed word. It's an auxiliary verb and they tend to get um, squashed or made smaller. Alice had already gone home for the holidays and I was joining her. So Alice went home before the main events of this story. And they were making us drink cocktails that I'd never heard of before. I'd never heard of. Cocktails that I'd never heard of. I had never heard of. Cocktails that I'd never heard of before. So never before in our lives at that point. Okay, so if you're up for it, you can listen out for bits of grammar like that. But you can also just listen to the stories without worrying about grammar. And you could just play the game with us. Just focus on just trying to understand the stories. And do you think these stories are true or are they untrue? Are they fact or fiction? Are they all real events or are they completely made up? Try to work it out as you listen. You get one point for every story that you guess correctly. That's a maximum of three points for you. For us playing the game, the point system is equally simple, but for some reason, we always manage to get a bit confused by it, as you'll hear. The stories this time involve drunken nights out. There's also some swearing in this, which you might want to bear in mind if you're using this in class or something. Um, Right, now, before we start, and we're going to start any second now, second, any minute now, I just want to highlight some vocabulary in advance just to help you a bit. These are things that you might not know, like words or little phrases that you might not know, but which I think are pretty important for understanding the stories. So I'd like to just clarify them. The first one is a stag do or a stag party. I have explained this several times on the podcast before, but here we are again. So a stag do is a party that a man has before he gets married. And it usually involves going out with best friends. Uh, One of those friends will be the best man at the wedding. And it involves lots of drinking, a trip to another city or country, possibly. Some humiliation of the groom-to-be. For example, often the friends like play a trick on the groom. The groom is the, the man getting married. So often they'll play a trick on the groom. He might They might do something to embarrass him in some way. In my case, on my stag do... I had to dress up as Super Mario. I was dressed up as Super Mario. That's another story for another time. But everyone else, no one else was dressed up. It was just me and I was in this ridiculous Super Mario costume, which was quite funny and humiliating. I spent the entire day dressed as Super Mario. Anyway, so this is a stag do. This is what I'm talking about. So it involves, yeah, drinking, going out with friends, maybe going to another country or city. A lot of English people seem to go to places like Prague or Amsterdam and have a wild uh, time. And often there's a trip to a strip club or something like that. For example, I was on my cousin's stag do. You heard me mention my cousin's stag do in a recent episode when the two of us were dressed as a pantomime horse. Do Do you remember that? It's called a bachelor party in America. In America. <laughs> in America. Um, now, also, we've got the word, the phrase hen do or a hen party. Now, this is not mentioned in the story, but if you learn stag do, you've got to learn hen do as well. They do go together as a pair. Basically, a hen do is the same as a stag do, but for girls. It usually involves going out with a big group of girls, including the bridesmaids, but they've got fancy dress on. 
uh, or they're all wearing angel wings or something, or maybe they're wearing special T-shirts with the bride's face on. Lots of drinking and fairly lewd behavior, yes, even from the girls, and maybe a male stripper. Um, So there you go. Stag do's and hen do's. That is the kind of rich, deep cultural heritage which makes me proud to be an Englishman. It's Emma's hen do at the weekend. It's known as a bachelorette party in America. Right. Uh, next thing is, uh, what the fuck, France? What the fuck, France? This is a comedy TV show that Paul Taylor made on French TV, which made him quite famous among the French. That's French people. So that TV show was called What the Fuck, France? Um, boxers or boxer shorts. Now, we know box a boxer is someone who fights like Mike Tyson, but boxer shorts is actually men's underwear. Okay, so boxer shorts are kind of men's underwear, similar to those worn by boxers. They look a bit like the shorts that boxers wear um, in the ring, but uh, boxer shorts, underwear that men wear under their trousers. They're kind of shorts. Okay, we call them boxers or boxer shorts. Next phrase is to get whacked, to get whacked. Now, this doesn't mean to get drunk, It means to get assassinated by the mafia. And this is kind of Italian-American slang that you might hear in a Martin Scorsese film. He's going to get fucking whacked. You know, that's how it happens. That's how fast it takes for a guy to get fucking whacked, which is a line from Goodfellas. Here it is. That's how it happens. That's how fast it takes for a guy to get whacked. That's how it happens. That's how fast it takes for a guy to get whacked. If you get whacked, it means you get killed, get assassinated by the Italian-American mafia. So it's a slang word uh, that you might hear in a Martin Scorsese film. You would pretty definitely hear it, certainly in the film Goodfellas. Uh, moving on. Frolicking. The word frolicking. This means playing, jumping, dancing around. For example, frolicking in the water. Frolicking around in the water. If you are frolicking around, it means you're sort of jumping around, playing, dancing in the water, maybe splashing That's frolicking in the water. You might frolic in a field. Go frolicking in the water. Okay. Uh, Next is the word lax, which is an adjective. For example, um, the the security at the um, the security at the embassy is very lax. You just walk through. You come in. Like, do you want to see my passport? Do you want to scan my bag? No, no, don't worry. Just go through. It's fine. So very lax security here at the embassy you might say. So lax means not caring enough about security or rules, being lazy about security. So a lax approach to air travel or very lax security at the hotel. And then finally, the word maze or a maze. A maze is something you might find in the garden of an old English stately home. Imagine the garden of an English stately home, like an old house in the countryside, like Downton Abbey or Hampton Court or something. They might, you might see a maze in the garden somewhere. In a maze, there are hedges which have been grown to form a series of interconnected paths. And for fun, you have to find your way from one end to the other or to find the middle of the maze without getting lost. That's a maze. Okay? It's green because it's made of hedges. Right, so I'll let you discover what actually happens in the stories and how all that language is actually featured. But those are some things, the grammar side, stuff for you to look out for, vocab stuff, 
stuff that hopefully will help you to understand the stories and also you can look out for those words as they come up in the conversations that's it for this introduction and for this little bit of pre-teaching of language now you can just sit back and listen as we let the game begin amber and paul are on the podcast amber and paul are on the podcast amber and paul are on the podcast amber and paul are on another podcast paul's a very funny boy his laugh i very much enjoy amber's got a lovely voice if I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. Yeah. Let's get on with this. Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> right. So let's move on to uh, the Lion Game. I'm, I'm aware, I'm very aware that you're, it's way past your bedtime, Amber. Paul <laughs> Sometimes is, I stay up. Yeah. Paul's just getting started. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, so we, we've decided to play um, a sort of lockdown Lion Game. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And uh, Amber, why don't you tell us what the theme of this is going to be? We've gone with a theme this time. So we decided to talk about a night out, going out. You know, we can't go out. So we're going to be talking about an, a memorable going out event. Yes. An outing. Yeah, we decided that the, the instead of just doing three unrelated stories in the Lion Game, that we would try and sort of bring them all together under one theme. And yeah. the theme that we agreed upon was going out but it's a night out basically because like in lockdown we can't go out so we're now fantasizing about uh, times in the past when we have gone out mm-hmm. um and that's going to be the, the theme of this lying game okay okay yeah. then amazing we all know how this works let's get started i've forgotten i've forgotten the rules what how many what what are the points as scoring system it's just one point that i'm going to lose anyway if you if you um, you won last time you did win last time, Paul. Yeah, you're yeah. winning now. You're, you're, you're a winner these days on, on in these games. You're on a winning streak. Yeah, I you're on you a winning streak. you won the game before as well. I think so, yeah. I think you did. So just a recap of the rules then. Someone tells a story. They give a little... It's basically, tell us a thing that happened. You give a little statement. We investigate further by asking lots and lots of questions, uh, like Columbo or any other detective, for that matter. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then when we feel like we've uh, asked a, a sufficient number of questions and we then decide whether we think it's true or a lie and um, then the storyteller reveals whether it is true or a lie and if we guessed correctly, we get a point. If we guess incorrectly, the storyteller gets a point, okay? So it's just one point in, in, in you know. So if I tell a story, you guess that it's, that it's true and it is true then you get one point but if amber thought it was a lie and in fact it was true she doesn't get a point but i do okay all right so who'd like to go yeah so if you you manage to convince yeah yeah exactly okay yeah so it's just one point there's only one point in it either if you get it right or well there could be two points since since paul won oh yeah, yeah yeah Maybe he should go first. Every time we do this, there's always like a bit of confusion and disagreement over the rules. It's like, no one gives a but this shit. Is why, this is why I decided to ask the question again. But it, essentially, <laughs> if I now tell my story yeah. and you both get the answer wrong, I get two points. Yes. I get a point per... Per, per person, yeah. Yeah, you per, get per, a point. When you're the storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're the storyteller... two points to be made. Yeah, you can claim two points when, you when tell you're the telling story. the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's one point per person, so it's a maximum of two points. And so it's a maximum <laughs> of four points for the whole game. That's mm-hmm. right, I suppose. If Yeah, yeah. Maximum of four yeah. points for the whole game. Yeah. Even though we're, right. doing, we're doing three stories, so... But it's a maximum of four points. Okay, let's get started. <laughs> Paul, do you want to go first or, or what? 
Yeah, if you want me to. Go on, go on. I guess the winner starts. Paul, tell Um, us a thing that happened or maybe didn't happen. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. All right. Um, So uh, after a night out, because we're talking about going out, Mm -hmm. um, um, I ended up getting a taxi back home uh, completely bollock naked. (laughs) (laughs) A naked taxi ride. Bollock naked. Naked. Bollock naked. Bollock naked is a good expression, which just means uh, naked to your balls. Totally naked, including the balls. You know, you, you're, every part of your body's naked, including the testicles. Exactly. <laughs> As if there's ever a time when your balls are covered by little woolen ball protectors or something. That's not a thing, even in England. But um, no, so bollock naked, meaning completely stark mm. naked. So you went out on a night out and you ended up mm-hmm. taking a taxi home, but you were totally naked. You were bollock naked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Then. Um, what, 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 when was this? How old were you? How old was I? Mm. Uh, this was uh, a year ago. Uh, well, what day, what month are we? I forgot what month we are. April. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So just, uh, just, uh, just, uh, just, uh, just under a year ago. Jesus. <laughs> I thought it was like when you were 19 or something. Yeah, me too. This is no. just over France. just under a year ago. Uh no, it wasn't in France. Where was it? It was uh in Greece. In what? um on it Sounding was, more believable already. <clears throat> yeah, it was I'm, on, I'm almost saying yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was it a stag was too, it much, a, too much ouzo. Was it a stag <laughs> There was Uzo involved, yes. Of course there was. Uh, was it a stag Was do? it a stag do? It wasn't a stag do, but it kind of, it's become, so it was linked to my stag do uh, in 2017. Uh, so in 2017, so two of my best mates are Greek, um, Jason and Dimitri, who I think you've both met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, for my stag do, they took me to, uh, on a surprise trip to Athens um with with two other two of my other mates <clears throat> and uh, we had a great time and it was amazing uh and we decided like this was the first time that we'd ever done like ever really been on holiday together um like we've always hung out in london together because that's where they're all based apart from um one of uh, a, a guy called adam who you've met as well who's who's based in paris but anyway we'd never been really together um on holiday, like outside of the UK or Paris. And so they took me to, to Athens. It was amazing. And so we decided like, well, why, why we don't do this? Why do we not do this every year? Why do we not get together? Like on a lads sort of holiday um, <laughs> every, um, every year. So uh, that's kind of become a thing. Well, it's become a thing. We did it once, which was last year. We tried to do it this year again, uh, but the coronavirus situation happened. So we uh, unfortunately didn't get to do it this, uh, this time around. But anyway, uh, they're both Greek, uh, and um, they they're from an island called Spetses. So this uh, happened is, on on the island, did it? Spetses. It did, yeah, because that's where they're from. That's where, uh, the, like, uh, my mate Dimitri, his his dad has got a, a, like a house on the island. He also lives in Athens as well. His dad, so that's where we stayed for the stag do, and uh, we went back to um, to the island. Spetses. And, uh, right. okay. Were you alone in this taxi? <clears throat> was there, no, was, I was we went- not. There was a driver. There was a driver there, I suppose. Apart from the driver, <laughs> were the boys with you? No, one of them was. Dimitri was uh, also was with naked. Me. No, not naked. No, he he couldn't have lent you a tea. Well, so it was kind of pre-planned. The whole thing. Oh, was it? They a, wanted so, you naked. 
Yeah. <clears throat> were you bound? Bound? No, I wasn't bound. Bound. Were you meaning, scared? Wait, bound meaning tied up. Was it were his arms <laughs> and legs tied up? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they pla- they, <clears throat> they 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 sort of. Well, I mean, they obviously planned it, but basically, I, I'm trying to figure out how much you should ask me questions. How much like you should give in the details? Mm. Well, so, no, so basically, I, I wasn't they they they, mm. they did it on purpose. It was it was uh, they they're the ones who who made you naked. They're the ones who stripped you of your clothes. Was this at the beginning? I stripped of the myself. Evening? No, what? it was at the end. Well, I mean, it was yeah. It was it was like once um, once the night had ended. Um, you stripped yourself. I stripped myself. Just tell us the story, then. Go on. All right. So <laughs> what happened was uh, we went we went on a night out to like this club um, on the islands, which is on like on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's kind of like on the beach. There's like a building and it's on the beach as well. And so at the end of the night, um, you know, people are heading home, whatever. And we had made a bet. Uh, my mate, uh, Dimitri, had made a bet for me. He was like, right, I bet you you get recognized in this club. Um, because when we were in Athens, together like i got recognized a couple of times i was like there's no way this island is so tiny like no one knows who i am here and uh like randomly <clears throat> at some point when we were near the bar ordering drinks some guy was like eh, what the fuck france and i was like oh jesus christ <laughs> and basically the, it was some french guy obviously like, yeah what's the fuck france like, french people are everywhere on the planet it's true they <laughs> get around it's too much holiday <laughs> And so the, he'd, he'd bet me that people, someone recognised it. I was like, your, your island, your piece of shit island, because we always talk about it being a piece of shit island. I was just like, there's no, one, no one's going to recognise me here. And he's like, what, 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 what are you going to do if somebody does recognise Like, they, There had to be a bet. We were drunk, whatever. And I was like, mate, if somebody recognises me, when this club closes, I will jump into the sea naked. And he was like, all right, cool, deal. So we made a deal. And when the, when this French guy was like, eh, what the fuck? Like all my mates were like, fucking way. <laughs> and so um, basically when it came the time uh, when the club finished and people were kind of heading home, like we, we walked down the beach a bit and I was like, all right, fuck it. So I got bollock naked and my mate Dimitri, who'd set up the, 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 the bet was like, fuck it. I'll come in with you because I made you do it. Cause in fact, what had happened, here's the real story is that I didn't know that he'd set it up. Like his, he had a mate, like he, he knows that whole Island. He owns it. Basically. He doesn't own it, but he knows a bunch of people. And so he had, he had a guy come up to him like, Oh, what the fuck. Oh, so he, he, he prepped this guy. He said, he uh, prepped the guy. This yeah, guy over here is called Paul Taylor. He does like, it. Fuck it. I'll jump in with you. I'll go in with you. Um, since I set up the thing. And okay. so he came in with me into the water, except my three other mates that were with me. Um, cause we had to get two taxis on the way home. Cause there's five of us. So we couldn't all fit in one taxi to go home. So my three other mates uh, at this stage, uh, proceeded to steal my clothes and get in the taxi and fuck off back to the Airbnb while my mate Dimitri stayed with me. And so we got out of the water. He had his clothes on the side of the water and I didn't. And basically we had to order a taxi. Okay. Does Dimitri speak Greek? He does speak Greek, yeah. Mm, I don't think a taxi driver would let in a naked English A person. naked Englishman. <laughs> also, I mean, because that he speaks Greek does bode in your favour. What's the? I mean, what, why would it matter if he speaks Greek or not? Because if you're both foreign, because if you can speak in Greek to the taxi oh. driver and explain it, and you're not just foreign, that makes yeah, you a okay. bit more legit. Yeah, yeah, he's he's from the he grew up on the island. Like he he's got family there. But like he knows all you, the businesses. 
Paul, I am fond of a naked swim. I have many a time plunged into the deep, you know, uh, naked. I love it. Mm -hmm. Friends, you know, whatever. Um, But you could have kept your pants on. Why didn't you keep your pants on? No, because he'd already not, he'd already. This is a good theory. Okay, he, he'd already said. Uh, you're if, not especially a naked person. No, because he he said no, I'm not if, because I was so I was so I was I was literally convinced that no one would recognize like who would recognize me on a, on a small Greek island. So, and and I tell you why I didn't have my my boxers on was that so in Athens where there's also uh, like um, uh, a club on the beach, whatever we uh, for a laugh after it's become a thing where we jump into the water after a night out. What, mm-hmm. on, during my stag do, what we did is we we all we all went into the water. We all kept our boxers on, um, boxers, and then we came out bo- boxer bo- shorts, boxers, male, boxer shorts, pants, yeah. underwear, male underwear. Yeah, right. Um, so we all went in, and when we came out, we put like our, our trousers back on and our t-shirts back on, um, and then at five o'clock in the morning, proceeded to go to a strip club, a strip club, a strip club, <laughs> which is uh, like obligatory on a on a on a. But the problem is, we all had like wet pants space like mm. wet through trap it was my plan i took i i took i took everything off because um here i don't know if you've ever done this where you, you do that and then the thing is you take your underwear and you dry yourself as much as you can with your underwear and then you go commando and then you put your your jeans on and, and top wait a minute this is a technique where you can go skinny dipping and you actually use your underwear exactly. to dry you you dry yourself and then you go commando which means to put your trousers on without any underwear yeah so it's you've a, never it, done that before uh I've, no i've never done that i've, ne- I've never used really? that technique that's quite a clever one so let's say you let's say you're wearing a t-shirt a pair of jeans um socks and shoes and a yeah. pair of boxer shorts if you're a bloke. Yeah, you can use your socks as well. The socks double, like, depending on how, depending, I mean, you, like, it depends on what kind of shoes you're wearing. If you're wearing, like, comfortable shoes and you can wear them without socks, you can take your boxer shorts and your socks to dry yourself off. And then they, you, they're wet, so you don't wear them. And then you put your T-shirt back on, your jeans back on, and your trousers back on, mm-hmm. but just without socks and underwear. So that was the plan. Yeah. I mean, I am enjoying the homoerotic image of you and your friends frolicking in the Greek sea. I mean, in the Aegean, were you? Just and just enjoying yourselves and then swinging commando into a strip club. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was that fantastic. was Athens, yeah. And then so so uh, so Spetsas was like, no, cool. I'll, I, I I bet you. And so yeah. Mm. Um, did 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 uh, people see you, Paul? Were you spotted? Um, with your no not really maybe a couple people far off Mm, it was it was kind of like we the the way the the way the the beach is laid out is that the the club is kind of on the water but then there's like a beach you know the beach kind of carries on so we like went as far as way like i went as far as way as possible um to to to, you know to fulfill the the because obviously they weren't going to let it go i was gonna be like yeah i'm not going in um we're all drunk a bit of ouzo in there and so yeah we went a bit we went further down the beach so there was a couple of people you know at four four in the morning mm. um, I, just, I, I, I don't remember seeing any photographs of you in the paris uh newspaper the french newspapers um <laughs> completely naked on a on a greek beach but i mean you're famous in france but you're not <laughs> on quite, hello magazine you're not that famous yet no luckily uh, so you didn't if get was russell brand yeah, you didn't get. I'd get pap- paparazzi. You didn't get papped, uh, but it still could have happened. Um, Amber, do you feel like you need any more details here? I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I think the thing is, Paul could give us those details, 
but it's like, what are you feeling, Luke? Should, are, are you, you think you're ready for a... Um, what did the taxi driver say? Yeah. What did he what say? His... I don't know. He was speaking Greek. He doesn't... They don't really speak English on the island because it's a small, tiny island. And so he was chatting to my mate, uh, Dimitri, and he was just... It, I mean, he was a little bit resistant. He's like, what the fuck's going on? And it, my mate, Dimitri, who knows pretty much everyone on it, he didn't really know the taxi driver. Like, you know, he wasn't his mate or anything, but he explained where he lived. And um, uh, his family is like a pretty big family. Uh, Mavro Michalis, that's like a, a pretty big family. I mean, he's not, they're not like gangster. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like the Greek mafia or like, eh, they're, they're a big yeah, family. I can't remember what it is. They, they, they killed somebody. Um, they what? killed somebody. Uh, yeah, they, the, the family, it was like a massive thing. Mavro Michalis, I can't Are you sure you're allowed, anyway. Are you sure you're able to say that on the podcast? Because you might get whacked now. Yeah. <laughs> is is a family prominent clan uh from the played a main a main major role in in modern greek history that's uh that's the mavro michaelis family anyway okay. right. they're, they're well known on, on so he explained like my stupid english mate uh made a bet blah 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 he's a comedian in france whatever and so it, we, we the guy was fine the, and, the taxi well, driver, the taxi driver had no the, the taxi driver had no choice because if he hadn't uh, taken you then he would have got killed in the morning <laughs> but anyway uh d- yeah shoes amber you were saying did you have yeah. shoes yeah i did have my shoes just okay. naked with shoes so how bad was it how how difficult did it get or did you get away with it basically you get away with it without did any get away with did it? you get really embarrassed well by I, got away, I, got, I mean yeah obviously it's i mean it's embarrassing but you know when you're when you're, you? when you're completely Hmm? How did you call the taxi? Like, do, were you I waiting call? at a rank, a taxi rank, or did you have to wait in the sea? <laughs> you standing, <laughs> you standing by the side of the road with your arm raised, or maybe your cock? I don't know what. But um, I mean, how did you go from secluded beach to inside the taxi with the negotiations? It's, all, it's, 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 it's like um, it's I, I honestly I can't remember, but I think Dimitri okay. must have called him or whatever it was. But the beach is on like. The road follows the beach, like most beach towns, if you know what I mean. But the club is at like one end of the of the of the. If I, you know what I mean. Ooh. Like the the club is there, and the the beach and the road follow the same path. So the road was, you know. Mm. Okay. I, I've, I, 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 a couple of yards from. I'm I'm going with true on this one. It just it sounds very much like something that Paul would do with his mates. Um, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> No, I don't. You think I it's don't. bollocks? Literally. I, just, I think it's literal bollocks. No, I mean, I like the idea a lot of the of the stolen clothes and, again, the naked frolicking with his chums. Um, very Greek, <laughs> to be fair. But I, I just, I kind of think Dimitri would have lent him a tea. He's a very nice guy. And I think... Yeah, it would have got a bit awkward. Really... It would have got a bit awkward in the taxi when all the fun was over. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah we did the thing. And then you got naked. You had to go in the taxi. And then he's like, no, no, you, you now have to sit next to me naked in the taxi. Like, I don't that think would have been fucking hilarious. That would have been like, even though no one could see, the driver didn't care. And it's just you sitting next to Dimitri. And he's like, I love the way that you're sitting next to me naked. I mean, he I was. Just, it, I mean, first of all, we were drunk, and second of all, he was. He was. He was just. He just found it hilarious. See, I think that. Anything. I think that's true. I think I can imagine that. Mm, no, and also, like, you, when you're drunk, stumbling from a club, what seems like a good idea at first quickly loses momento. I don't know. Momentum. 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 Yeah. <laughs> momento. Momento. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. 
I'm going to say no. But his mates are so laddish that it's the sort of thing that, you know, oh, let's take his clothes if fucking yeah, Paul's naked. Look at him. Paul is, I don't know, they're that kind of laddish. I don't know that they're naked lads. They're the kind of let's humiliate Paul types, I think. I, I did my, I went to Brighton University. I went to Sussex, which is in Brighton. There's a lot of beach. Mind you, it is cold. It's very cold. It's England. Mm. So you can't really yeah, compare. Yeah, this is, this is June in... Uh, a small island in Greece. There's probably not that many no, people I'm still going to say no. I just don't see it. I just don't see the... I don't see Paul getting naked. I mean, he does drink you a lot. You want to so see it, but, you, but I you're want not to seeing. see it. I'm imagining it right now, Paul. I'm imagining it. <laughs> but and in I'm the future. I'm going to say no. Not a good, not a good look. <laughs> right now and in the future. But... Um, <laughs> Forever. <laughs> it's going to be seared on my mind. <laughs> you and Dimitri. Yeah, sharing an intimate taxi ride yeah. on a Greek island. <laughs> As you drip dry on the upholstery. <laughs> so. um, okay, so Paul, the moment of truth, please. What's the, what, what are you saying it, then? No, I'm saying it's true. He's saying true and I'm saying okay. false. She's saying it's false. Lie. Yeah, so? Uh, so the winner for round one is Miss Amber Minogue. Oh, oh for yes. fuck's God. <laughs> I, could, I could totally see that happening with your mates, but no, there's, there's no element of truth to that at all then, is there? The, 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 the truth about it, the truth, uh, the element of truth was um, in Athens when we all went in together in our boxer shorts and completely soaked our trousers five minutes when we put our trousers back on 10 minutes later we had like a wet patch around uh and then you went to a area you went to a strip and then we we genuinely went to a strip club afterwards with like 20 minutes with wet patches with wet wet pants yeah it was horrific horrible again that's the first time a group of lads has gone have gone into a strip club with wet jeans before they went in It, it, that took a fucking long maybe, time, didn't it, know. for you to get yeah, that I was, one? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was um, not wanting to laugh. It's too horrible. Sorry, so, yeah. strip clubs are horrible places. That was the yes. only real thing. We didn't uh, we didn't get together in Spetsis last year, even though that's where... I've never been to Spetsis. Oh, it was all lies. It just rolls... The thing about Paul, his lies, they roll off his tongue. They roll off. Well, you, all, you, you got me on the shoes... I don't know why I said yes. I was so, you know, when you're so much into a story, like I, I managed to actually, uh, when I was putting Louise to sleep earlier on, I was holding her in a baby carrier and walking with her to sleep. And I, I came up with a whole story because I was debating between the, it was a mixture of kind of two stories. And I was like, oh, let me just make an, a random one up. I was feeling creative. Mm. Well done. So at the end of round one, Amber has got one point. Paul has got one point. I have got no points. Zero points. So it's not looking New good point. for me at this stage. Um, so who's going to go next? Amber, you can go next. Okay. Um, lockdown inspired. This is when I got a free flight from British Airways. You got a free flight from British Airways. They were like, Amber, we... I went up to the counter and I got a free flight. They gave me a free flight. They said, we, we, we're British Airways. We love your British accent. So we're going to give you a free flight just, yeah. just for the love, for this, just because we love your voice. Was it in exchange for a voiceover that you did for them? No. Okay. They gave you a free flight. Okay. Um, when? I mean, it, yeah. Go on. It was quite a long time ago. I'd say it's probably... How long ago? That's right. It was in the late 90s. The late 90s. Did it actually yeah. happen or is this just a figment of your 
adult imagination. <laughs> Following a night out, <laughs> I believed it, well, that I flew across the globe. And um, no, wait, wait, hold no. on, hold on a minute. This is about a night out. So this is after a night out. You got a free flight from British Airways. So a free flight. Yep. So you, is it because you met somebody that works for them on a night out? No. So, so tell us a story. How did you get? So so go on. So hold on. Let me. No, it's got some more questions so where was it where were you flying to where did you fly to dublin dublin you flew dublin. to dublin from london okay so, which airport in london yeah go on. gatwick okay what time what was the flight number <laughs> 374 i don't know morning ish okay so like okay. why were you flying to dublin i was going to see my friend alice who actually lives in uh, waterford so you went on a night out and then in the morning you were supposed to fly to Dublin, but they gave you a free flight. I so a free flight. Okay. Tell me, tell us first of all, before we like visit the, the scene in British, in the airport, in Gatwick mm. airport, let's just take us through this night out. So wait a minute, you were going to go to Dublin to see who again? Sorry. Alice. Alice. All right. So uh, Alice was in Dublin so you went out on a night out. You, you went out on yeah. a night out then. So what was the night out? Who were you with? Where did you go? What did you do? Well, I was in Brighton, which is where I was living. Hove, actually, at the time. Crazy party town. Crazy party town. I was in Hove, crazy party town. And it was the holidays. I, the summer holidays. I'm pretty sure it's the summer holidays. The summer holidays. And Alice had invited me to stay with her in Ireland, which is where she's from. Was Alice, uh, so Alice was with you in Brighton at the beginning of this story? No, Alice had already gone home for the holidays and I was joining her in the holidays, the summer holidays along, you know, from university. And I was going to spend some time with her in Ireland, in Waterford, where she lives. Okay. And so had you already booked a, a flight? Yeah, I'd booked a flight with Aer Lingus. Aerolingus. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Um, Aerolingus. And um, I was flying to Dublin from Gatwick um, with another girl, Madeline. But I didn't like her much. And um, I thought she was a bit of a goody two shoes. And I was quite resentful she was coming away with us. Goody two shoes. She, she was a bit good. Just. Always doing the right thing. Doing the right thing, yeah, exactly. Unlike this unlike, was before. Was this before Ryanair and EasyJet? Maybe. Okay, so tell us about the night out then. So, who did you go out with then? So I can't remember. Okay, I can't remember because I went out with, because it was a long time ago. Just because it was a long <laughs> it was a time re- ago. It was a really long time ago. Not because you drank a lot. Yeah, it was just it was just like a a, a regular night out. So you, so you drank a lot then, I suppose. <laughs> Probably drank quite a bit. Okay. And Madeline... So, so you... Yeah. Go on. Go on, keep going. Madeline. Well, Madeline was a person who I was meant to be meeting and, and flying to Dublin with. And she told me she was going to get to the airport what I thought was crazy early, like a couple of hours in advance. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that sounds ridiculous. She's a goody two-shoes. That's why she's getting to the airport so early. Well, I'm not going to. I'm going to go... A bit later, because I'm quite cool. And um, and I probably overslept a bit because I'd been out on a night out. And uh, and I missed the flight. Ah. So so the night out, I'm still preoccupied by this. Yeah. 
the night out was just a normal night out. It wasn't like, oh, you went, you, you, probably you, just... did you get home that night? You slept in your own bed, etc. Yeah, I think it was at home okay. in my own bed night. It was a, it was a sort of water, you know, probably a zap, a zap night. Zap night? It was this, there was this club on the waterfront called The Zap, and we'd go there quite a lot. I okay. think it was a zap night. We'd been out dancing, you know. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm just going to be cool. I'm, I'm too cool to get to the airport so early. So you thought, I'll rock up realize. I'll rock up with like 40 minutes left or something like that. I'll rock or, up with half or an hour. Or less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll leave it um, till the last minute, is what you yeah. thought, because I'm cool. I'm too cool for I'm school. Cool. And I'm not like Madeleine, who's goody two-shoes, and she's not cool. And so Madeleine got on the, got on the flight... Clearly, yeah. And by the time I got to the airport, the flight had shut. Gone. They'd shut the desk or whatever. Yeah, they, they weren't letting anyone and check so, They'd shut the desk, and yeah, so exactly. Where, where does British Airways come into this? Because you, got, well, so you was, had a flight with Aer Lingus. That's right. I was flying with Aer Lingus. But I wasn't too cool for school. I was actually very uncool. And when I realised I'd, <laughs> I'd missed the flight, I got really sad and uh, confused. I was also very poor because I was a student mm-hmm. and and I started um crying and I didn't know I didn't know what to do I was like oh I thought it was more like a train a plane but it's not it's a plane you have to get mm. there much earlier and so I started crying and I was looking around thinking where can I go who can save me and it felt very foreign where I was at the airport you know with all these foreign people and uh, and crazy names and and places to go and i saw british airways like a beacon like the british embassy or something beckoning <laughs> beckoning me to their queue i thought that looks safe british it's got the word british in it i'm so, i mean i'm still in gatwick but i felt very so wait lost. a minute wait a minute the british airways desk for you was like the british embassy in the airport yeah. yes exactly i thought they'll Good they'll point. save me so i i started queuing up at the british um airways desk and but I started accelerating my crying it got out of control and I was sort of hyperventilating you know when you start ugly crying and you're like <laughs> what you were doing that on purpose or that was just no I was just really sad you were genuinely upset because is it because Madeleine was going to go and you weren't I don't know maybe and I think it just all got a bit much and I was yeah. probably still a bit hungover yeah so what, then um, people yeah what time was your flight at I can't remember it was in the morning Okay. It was morning. So you had to go from Brighton by train to Gatwick. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. It's not that far because Gatwick is in is to the south of London, isn't it? It's yeah, between yeah. London, it's what, yeah. 45 minutes. Mm. Something like that. It's like an hour and something to London, you know, for whatever. Yeah, it's probably about 45 is. minutes to Gatwick from Brighton. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Mm. Unless did you have to go to London then go from London to Gatwick? I don't know if there's a direct train no, from Brighton to There's a direct train. Okay. Right, okay, and so okay. then, so then I was cr- I was crying so much that people they let me they let me in front they let me go, and then I got to British Airways desk and, and I was really crying and I think the woman thought that something terrible had happened something really awful because <laughs> she asked if I wanted a glass of water. I said no, um, and I told her glass I'd missed- of vodka, please. Like, Does that <laughs> glass of water have a plane ticket inside it? <laughs> and I told her I'd missed my flight and I was really sad. And she said, oh, oh, don't worry. We can put you, we can put you on the next one. And so she gave me a ticket and she took mine and she said, you need to go to the Aer Lingus desk and get this stamped. And it was only after she gave me the ticket that I realised, oh, I wasn't flying with British Airways. I was flying with Aer Lingus. 
<laughs> so then I took the flight like the next hour to Dublin with Air, uh, British Airways. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, originally you went to the Aer Lingus desk and they were like, sorry, we're closed. Sorry, we're closed in an Irish sorry. accent. No, uh, I didn't go to Aer Lingus at all. I went straight to you British Airways. went straight Airways. to British Airways when you entered it's... the airport anyway. You were just like, oh, I'm in the airport. Oh God, I'm confused. Oh, British Airways. And you went there and they're like, sorry, that flight is closed now. And then you were like, Why would you go to the Aer Lingus and then they're like, here's another ticket. And you... Well, I went to wherever you were meant to like go to go through the gate. And they were like, you can't go. It's, you've missed your flight. I see. I see. And then you just, because you're so confused, you forgot completely about Aer Lingus. Instead, you went to British Airways and they just took pity on you because they, you were crying. And they're like, what are we going to do? There's a crying girl and she won't go away. Even the usual glass of water trick is not working. Um, what should we do? Just give her a free ticket and make her fuck off. And so that's what <laughs> yeah. they did. And then yeah. you you took it and then you realised, wait a minute, I'm flying with Aer Lingus and British Airways <laughs> just gave me a free ticket. And you just, yes. and you got on the plane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, a, I had, and I, I had, all my travel had to change because I had to get a coach from Dublin. I had to change that, everything. Hmm. This is in the late 90s, Paul. Do you think this sort of uh, lax uh, um, approach to um, air travel? It, it wouldn't happen today, would it? You couldn't just mosey on over no. to another air, airline no. and for them to just give you a free oh, ticket. Oh, no, your daughter's crying. Paul's no, it's daughter. the cat. Oh, it's the cat, is it? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Paul. I just mistook your daughter for a cat. Yeah, he Easy sounds... Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, um, I... Paul, thoughts? I'm going to go with True. Okay. Any particular reason why? Um, a couple of things. Yeah, the fact that it was in the late—if it was in the late nineties—I'm uh, willing to believe for two reasons that BA would do that. One is that uh, is that if the if the next flight, no one's buying tickets for the next flight straight away, and so for them. Um, they might as well fly with a bit of a, uh, uh, like a fuller plate, whatever it's, it's, it, it doesn't, co- I've, like I've heard of people sh- going to airlines or used at the time going to airlines, um, like half an hour before just deciding being like, Hey, what's can, I'll, I'll, I'll pay like five quid for a ticket. And they say yes, because this, it's better to fill the seat than it is to have it empty, whatever. Uh, and to like back then, whatever marketing, I can see like if somebody's like crying, 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 and you give that to somebody, you give them a free ticket or whatever, then they'll fly with you the next time because you feel like an affinity to them. Like it's, it's like the, it's like a, a, an old marketing trick. So I'm willing to believe that. And the only doubt that I have is like the, the fact that in the morning, just getting to Brighton, like for a flight, okay. I'd be more stressed out. I think, especially as a student, I don't know. This is, Amber in, the, this yes, is Amber in the nineties, Paul. It's true. I'm going to say yes. So it's true. <laughs> I think it's a lie. I'm definitely going to lose this game today. I can feel it <laughs> in my bones. Uh, but I think it's a lie because I just don't know if a, if a, 
although this is the 90s, this is pre-9-11. Remember, mm. after 9-11, the airports were like, right, security overload. And maybe mm. before pre-9/11. 9-11... Um, flight companies did just sort of like give tickets to people who hadn't even bought a ticket with them. And they were just like, she's mm. crying, what should we do? Ah, oh, just give her a ticket, that'll make her go away. Just They're just giving tickets out left, right and centre to any Tom, Dick and Harry. And um, so, uh, so despite the fact that that's probably true, I think it's a lie just because your story was vague. There was like all these vague things at the beginning and then I feel like we helped you to write the story. That's just mm. how I feel. I feel like <laughs> Paul and I writing. helped yeah. to sort of like write the story as it as it went along. So I think I it's I think it's a lie. I think you made the whole thing up. Also, oh yeah, go on. Mm. I think it's true. All right, then. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Well, the winner is Mr. Paul Taylor. Oh for God's sake. <laughs> it's true it's true i just i just checked air lingus is part of the same group as as ba like they're all part of like the one world oh is it i just checked that now right i don't know if that's the thing like i don't know back in the 90s so you can see it's like because when i did when i did get my free ticket they were like the air lingus lady was really grumpy and was like what you can't change this ticket and i was like i'm changing it for british airways um i think i just cried so much they were like oh my god just it's not the end of the world and i think it was also because it was only to dublin we weren't going Mm. far i wasn't Mm. flying to america it was just pretty shit flight but yeah i i cried my way onto that flight and uh, forevermore, I thought British Airways was amazing, but British Airways got its own back on me when that's, I flew to um, Kathmandu. They took revenge on you when you flew to they, Kathmandu. What happened? They lost my bags, and for the whole for weeks, for three weeks, we were travelling around Nepal and India, and then three weeks later, they finally found my bag. So for six weeks, my bag was gone, and I tried to get some compensation. They were like, "Oh no, your bag is not." missing we found it and i was like yeah you found it in london i'm in Kathmandu. can it find its way to me and they were like well no but it wasn't lost so i didn't get any money didn't you you didn't try to you didn't try the crying crying trick then i don't know i think i've lost my edge i don't think i could cry quite as hysterically as i managed to get up to back in the late 90s yeah because the the the, the, the parameters have changed like uh, missing a flight to dublin to see your friend is not quite as bad as uh, uh you know in comparison to you know how things are now i suppose like you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say i know what you're trying to say but it's true it's true okay oh god so i've lost this there's no way i can win today just to say you that can. you can win no but we can draw <clears throat> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're okay. on two and two. Two, 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 two. This two. is what happened last time. I feel like. Yeah. It was. It was. And and then like basically at the end of your story, it's either it's either we either draw you. It's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a strategic vote. Another one of these strategic votes again. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So Paul's got two points. Amber's got two points. I've got nothing. So it all comes down to this. <laughs> My story. I hope this is not an anticlimax. Okay, so here we go. So I once got chased out of a maze by security guards with dogs in Canada. Right? I got chased out of a maze by security dogs. By security guards armed with dogs. Can you be armed with dogs? You no. be you're armed with guns. You don't arm you're not armed with dogs. Anyway, I was chased out of a maze with security by security guards with dogs in Canada 
Were they chasing you? Hold on. Before we go any further, we have to explain what a maze is because a lot of people won't know what a maze okay. is. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. They still don't know because a lot of them aren't French. Um, a maze. What is <laughs> a maze? With it. It's like basically labyrinth in every language. Is it? In Chinese? I think so. I don't know. Is it labyrinth I bet you in it is. Japanese? I don't know. In it's, Korean? It's a... <laughs> What is a labyrinth? A labyrinth is like a sort of path you that you try to get lost in it. It can be well. There's a maze and a labyrinth. They're not exactly the same. One is a no, complicated journey to the centre, and one is a sort of complex sort of turns. You try to get to the centre, but you can get lost and go down dead ends and things like that. So, hmm. and they can you can in like big posh houses or like big um castles and stuff like that they might have one made of hedges you know like it's like sort of amusing you kind of go around and get lost a thing you have in a in a big park or a big garden of a posh house like you say and it's made of hedges sort of made of like bushes and it's designed in such a way that you go in (laughs) and you've got to try and find your way to the middle but it's it's difficult because you get lost on the way and there's a maze isn't there in, in one of the harry potter stories yeah. The goblet of fire that oh, ends yeah. in a maze. And it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to find their way to the centre of a maze to, to find something. Did someone die in that scene or something? Yeah, probably. Yes. And then yeah. there's that film, although it's called Labyrinth, you know, with David Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie. David Bowie. David. David Bowie. That's Adam Buxton's uh, David Bowie. Yeah. David Bowie. I so decided to do a new film called Labyrinth. Yeah, Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also, there's a film called The Maze Runner, which is about mm. people who run through a maze. Sounds amazing. Oh. <sighs> All right, anyway, do you want to know about my yes. fucking story or what? Well, I asked you a question. Were they chasing you? Yes, they were chasing me. How Where in Canada? You? Where in Canada? In Vancouver, somewhere in Vancouver. I don't know where I was, but I was in the region of Vancouver, yeah. Okay. Were you a child? No, I was. Let's see. How old was I? It was. I was. I was uh, twenty. Yeah, I was twenty years old. Were you meant to be in that maze? No. Had you broken into the maze? I think so. It's hard to know because I was quite drunk at the time. Um, <laughs> I was very, very drunk. Um, I was quite drunk at the time, so I don't really know. But I think that we did trespass into the maze. I was with a group of other people. And Who so were these other people? So these were some guys. So I was with my cousin, first of all, because we did a, a sort of a road trip across Canada in the summer of 97. And um, so we met this guy on a Greyhound bus. These buses, you know, like these buses that take you on all these long journeys. So we met a guy on a Greyhound, Greyhound bus and uh, my cousin got talking to him and he worked in a pizza shop so he said hey come to our pizza place we'll get you free pizza so we went got the free pizza then he invited us with his mates on the on a night out it was a friday so uh he invited us out and so we found we put our bags and stuff in our hostel that we were staying with and we met up with these guys and we went off on a mental night out which involved lots of canadian misadventures and they were making us drink cocktails that i'd never heard of before and we were going to these weird places and then you know we then we were in cars and we were driving around in cars and i think some of them were drunk driving which was a bit of a worry 
And then we ended up in this big place. And then next thing you know, there's a maze. And uh, we were running through the maze. And I, I, I was like, um, it's, it was stupid, really. Like, I worked out, right, that in, if you're in a maze and you don't, if you're lost, you can actually, you can walk through the bushes. You can just walk through those hedges. <laughs> you know, they're quite easy to get through. You can just yep. force your way through them. So I was kind of like walk, crashing through this maze, not respecting the, the you know, the, the hedgerows. And in the morning, I woke up with terrible scratches all over my body. Um, and so we were in this maze having fun. And then someone was like, run! It's the busies. Run! In a Canadian accent. And um, <laughs> and there were sounds, there were dogs barking, and suddenly we were all running. And we were running and running and Surely running. Surely you could, none of you could see each other. Were you all together? No, we'd in the same... been in the maze, and we were like on the sort of grass bank next to the maze. We we'd stopped being in the maze at that point. We'd come out of the maze. Okay. And we were hanging about, and then it was what run. Was and your, next thing you your know, initial we're... your initial sentence is bullshit. Then. You got chased out. Of well, maze I mean, okay, I was, we were next to the maze. We were at the maze. We were sort of on the, you know, um, the premises like of the maze. Drawing, drawing us out. <laughs> uh, are you? Hold on, hold on. What was this maze? Was it part of a big house? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. It was the middle of the night. I was quite drunk. I don't know where I was. I all I, you know, when you're quite drunk and it's night time, I you're, mean, I you're, wouldn't. you're only aware of what's going on, like maybe two or three feet or two or three meters in front of you. Like your radius of awareness, like shrinks down a bit. So I wasn't. I, my head wasn't up. I wasn't like, oh look, I'm here. Look, there's this kind of old house, and we're in the garden of this old house. Instead, it was just like oh now we're i'm in the back of the car and now i'm at a maze you know and did you all make it back to the cars yeah we all made it back okay we all made it back to the cars no one got mauled by a by a dog no one got caught by a security guard but it was pretty scary because we were running along and jumping over things like there were some sections where you're not going to believe this but we were like running and jumping over like little streams running through ornamental gardens and stuff with rocks and we we're jumping mm. from rock to rock and it was just really mad and i didn't know i was just following the person in front of me praying that i, I wouldn't fall um hoping that i um I, I wouldn't get lost um and that i could keep up with the person in front of me and i managed to do it we jumped over the the the, the fence and we escaped why were you in canada well we, i did a road trip with my cousin oliver um, we we went to Canada and uh, visited various places for about a month. Broke into mazes. We went okay, travelling and broke into mazes and stuff. Yeah. And you oh. point out Vancouver on that map behind you. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's it's over here and it's there. All right. There yeah, on the on the on the west coast, just up the road from San Francisco, Seattle, that kind of spot there on the end, okay. west coast. Can you point out Seattle? Oh, that's the crucial thing. Like, he doesn't know where Vancouver is. It's a lie. <laughs> Paul, your feelings? Don't want to know any more. You don't need to know any more details. I suppose I've told. I don't know. Or, 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 I don't know what, yeah, because you, you, you gave a lot of detail. I want to say true because you, you went into some details that were not even necessary during the, the, the telling of that story. Which things? Um <clears throat> 
I'm trying to think now. Like meeting the guy, was... the pizza, going for pizza and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, but now that you've just said that, I'm starting to doubt myself to be like, oh, you came up with that on purpose to, I don't know. Hmm. You're usually, you usually always tell the truth in these things. So maybe you're throwing us off hmm. by not telling us the truth. Hmm. But I can totally imagine that happening because first of all, Vancouver is a very green part of the world. So I can imagine there being a big park or a state or whatever with these massive bushes and ornamental gardens. Like it feels like a Vancouver type thing. Yeah. I can um, see that. But why would there be guards with dogs protecting botanical gardens? Well, because if it's a mass, well, because it potentially, I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, if, if, if you're looking at it, uh, animal wise it could be because because I, I know in australia they've got in certain botanical gardens they try and stop certain animals coming uh to, to eat the flowers and eat the the the, the, the shrubbery we so weren't there to australia eat the flowers though. no but the I dogs know. didn't know that yeah true yeah but i mean like what they've got security with dogs all night protecting this maze to be honest yeah. amber i was su- i was as sub- surprised as you are now when it was actually happening it was it was that was the general tone of the whole evening of like what the fuck is going on? Now we're getting chased out of a maze by by dogs. What the fuck? What kind of dog it was? Was it a no, little I, dog? No, I didn't see. Didn't see the dogs. I, I didn't see dogs. anyone. I didn't see any of the people who were who were chasing us. I mean, for all I know, it was somebody that, with a loudspeaker. Yeah, for all I know, it was just one of the group who was like, "Let's fuck with this English guy." And go, run, 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 and then watch the English guy run. Maybe that's what was happening. I don't know. I never saw the people chasing us, all the dogs, nothing. All I, I just, it was just okay, like, so they quick, weren't run. snapping at your heels. No, it was just quick, quick, run over these rocks and run, run, run through this big area. And it seemed to go on for quite a long time. And I was scared. I thought that uh, uh, I wasn't going to make it. But then I did. <laughs> Paul. I think I'm going to say true. I mean, I am also tempted to say true. Do we risk it? Do we risk a tie break? Well, it, I mean, if we both say the same thing, we draw and Luke loses. If we don't say the same thing, then either I win or you win. Mm. How important or, is it to you that I don't win? I mean, that's the whole point of being here. <laughs> well, because if we both sure say this, well, that's the thing. If, if, if that's the thing, if we both say the same thing and we're wrong, it's a it's a three way tie, which could be cool. But the the competitor in me is like, how do I make sure that neither of you win? <laughs> I think you have to come and break our legs or something, don't you? That's the only the only way it's going to work. Well, Dimitri, yeah. his family, get Dimitri to Dimitri come. Dimitri and his family. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Greek I'm going to say true, even though I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to go for the for the tactical vote. I think it's true. Okay. I mean, because it, it's such a random. <clears throat> Like, it's if not it's not random. true, something in there's true. Well, it's pretty random. Like, in the sense of like, like getting us to come up with a um, a night out. That was Amber's idea. That was my idea. Yeah, but what I mean is, is like getting us to like, if you have to think of a story, like to come up with that level of like getting chased out of a maze by dot, unless you watched a film or a TV show today with mazes in it, with running in mazes. Yeah, I, I can. Maze I, runner. I, 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 I would difficult. I'd have a difficult time thinking that you'd come up with that 
as a story for a drunk night out. Mm. You know, mine had like a bit of truth to it in the sense that like it was based on an experience that I had. It completely changed, you know, it was me going into the water, but then I was like, oh, it's funny if I get in a taxi the, naked the, afterwards. The, the homoeroticism was true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your desire to be naked. The sexual tension, very much the so. sexual tension was very true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying it's true because I think it's 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 too much of a good lie. It's too much of a good story, a made up story. You mean the, I, tru- the truth is stranger than fiction type thing? Like, yeah. You know, uh, mean, yeah, mean, mean, almost. You know that. Well, because if if we were coming up with stories about a night out, like I'd expect you to come up with something like you're a very creative person, but um, running out like specifically Vancouver, running out of a maze. I don't know. It just seems it seems like. Um, too good to be a lie okay it's the sort of thing you, you know you can't make that kind of stuff up truth is stranger than fiction you okay. can but yeah but i know what you're saying it's all right it's all right amber i mean i think you can make it up um <laughs> i think you can make it up but um i've got no ability to to think of lies because my brain has been melted like by melted a, cheese. By children yeah and i'm hoping your brain is the same that's what I'm hoping. One last question. How high were these hedges? Oh, they were they were pretty high as far as I remember. Higher than me. They were I don't know, sort of taller than me, that's all I remember. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't stop to measure them. Oh my gosh. They were taller than I I was and still am. Mm. Um, crucial piece of information that was the real Columbo. Oh, there's just one more thing. How tall were the hedges? Oh, they were taller than you. Right, guilty. <laughs> All right, then I'll do. I'm going tactical, Paul. I'll say. I'll say no. You think it's oh. a lie? You say. You say it's a lie. I'm saying lie. I'm going tactical. Oh. Okay, then. Well, it is completely true, of course. <gasps> As always, I always tell I mean, the truth. My on instincts this. were that it was true, but I was going tactical. You There's went no tactical. Point in drawing. So here we go. Paul is the that winner. Means Paul is the winner again. That's right. I've got one point. Amber's got two points. Paul. Uh, is victorious with a grand total of three points. Congratulations, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bra, bra, bra. The winning streak continues. It does, yeah. doesn't it? You turned it around. I remember, yeah, it's a shame I remember that people can't, can't see the video, but I was doing like the, you know, the, I don't even know what that swans. is. The swans, yeah. Check when out these guns. Showing off your muscles by, I don't, how, how, how on earth can you describe that? On Like, so, it's, uh, it's like muscle bit. It's like muscle muscle builders, uh, bodybuilders, when they show off their muscles instead of, you know, most people show their biceps by pointing their wrist towards their face, almost like, uh, is it uh, Rodin, the thinker? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In that sort of position. Whereas if you do it the other way and you twist it. Yeah, it's that sort of thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger used to do at the beginning exactly. of his career. He got very famous exactly. from, for like, pulling his arms up, pushing his fists out away from his head and showing off different muscles that were like, whoa, he's got loads of unnecessary muscles. That's amazing. Um, okay, well, well done, Paul. I, I, oh, I wish that I... What's my prize? Your prize is uh, is respect. The feeling of satisfaction. You get to go to bed tonight at three o'clock in the morning with a big smile on your face, Paul. Nice. That's your prize, and you get it the res- you, re- you get all the respects of the citizens of Lapland. They're yeah, all going to be Le- Le- Leplanders. Just sending me messages saying you're the winner. Well done, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> we knew the- that Luke was telling the truth. He never lies. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to call you on. The, I need to get you on the uh, on the on the live uh, at some point. I need to get you both on live. I keep getting comments like, "Oh, where's Luke? Where's Amber?" Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if, as long as you feel like we'd have something to contribute. Oh, definitely. But I mean, it's at six p.m., so it's a little bit of a dodgy time. It's okay. Uh, I can do six p.m. some days. You know, we kind yeah. of like uh, we, nice. we we kind of share the custody of our daughter during the day. So uh, some days, yeah, I'm free, 6 p.m. Should do the cool. two of us at the same time. Get Amber and, Amber and Luke yeah, on, the, exactly. on, the, on the live. Amber uh-huh. and Luke are on the YouTube live. Amber and, uh, <laughs> Amber and Luke are on the YouTube live. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thank you very much for taking part and staying up late. Amber, uh, well, you can go. I and, stayed up late. You Paul stayed up late. just beginning. But um, no, it was really fun. And uh, yeah, I look forward to a live. Yes. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what this sounds like over, like, the fact that there's any delay or anything like that in the audio. It seems to be pretty good. It's okay. We talked over each other a little bit. It's it's not the same as being there in, you know, uh, in real life where we can actually, you know, it's easier to communicate in real life. But uh, no, I think it worked all right. So now, you know, obviously the future is that we're going to be living in bunkers like the Teletubbies. <laughs> so yeah. we'll still be able to do this, you know. Um, so that's 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 one positive thing to be gained from this entire. Um, what's the word from a for a really bad experience? This entire ordeal, 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 this entire ordeal that we're all going through around right. the world. Um, okay, well, thank you. Sleep well and uh, speak to you again soon, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. Cheers. Bye. A virtual high five. All right. <laughs> high five. All right. Okay, guys. Bye, 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 then. Bye, 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 bye. You can already see that chill in the glass out. That's a good thing. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You got perfect eyes. You got perfect eyes and a really cold glass. And a really cold glass. Till then, I'll be somewhere getting better, feeling dead, sipping gin. So that was the uh, late night lockdown lying game with Amber and Paul. I hope you enjoyed it. Here I am now speaking to you again at the end of the episode. I've actually got hiccups. I'm just waiting for myself to hiccup. It's going to happen any second now, I can tell. The hiccup started a couple of minutes before I had to record this outro. And you're thinking, Luke, what are hiccups? Hiccups are when you kind of go like that. Weirdly, like literally moments before recording this i was hiccuping all the time and now i've pressed record and start talking to you the hiccups go away what's going on have i found a cure for hiccups this is it isn't it this is how you you cure hiccups people have always got like different approaches different solutions when you have hiccups there's someone always someone who goes just breathe into a paper bag over and over again that'll cure the hiccups and it doesn't and then there's someone who goes, just drink from the other side of a cup. Like, try and drink over the top of a cup from some water. Like, from a cup like that. Doesn't work. Drink water when you're standing on your head. That'll cure hiccups. That's what they say. That doesn't work. It makes it worse. And then there's always someone who's like, you know what you need? You need someone to give you a shock. And so when you least expect it, someone goes, boo, like that behind you. And, huh gives you a shock and that's supposed to cure your hiccups there's loads of different theories but i think i've discovered it 
because I still haven't hiccuped and it's been about two minutes that I've been talking now. I think I've discovered the, the solution. Just record a podcast. Just record yourself on a podcast. You might need to, you know, spend 10 years building an audience and stuff. But anyway... This is one of my brother's tunes. It's called Sipping Gin and it starts with a, a, a Jamie Oliver sample. You can already see that chilling the glass out. That's a good thing. Sipping gin, right? Gin, gin and tonic. It's a drink. You got perfect ice. You got perfect ice and a really cold glass. And a really cold glass. Till then, I'll be somewhere getting better than a dancing gin. So anyway, I was talking about having hiccups, and the hiccups have gone. I'm, I'm swear, I found the solution to hiccups. Just record yourself on a podcast the hiccups will go away it's weird I, w- I was expecting to have to kind of explain what hiccups are while i was hiccuping but this me even mentioning the hiccup thing has been a complete waste of time because i'm not even hiccuping i was thinking oh i'm gonna hiccup my way through this outro and then i'll have to explain what hiccups are but it's okay because i'll be doing it while i'll be talking so they'll definitely know what hiccups are but i still haven't done one yet anyway That's just the way it goes. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast. Episode 663, a classic. Uh, The late late night lockdown lying down with... Speak English, boy! The late night lockdown lying game with Amber and Paul. Maybe I should just call it the... What what am I going to call this episode? The The lockdown lying game? The late night lockdown lying game? I don't know. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed it. Just a reminder, happy hour with Paul Taylor, 6pm Central European time, weekdays, on YouTube and Facebook. Just find Paul Taylor on YouTube or Facebook and then you'll be able to uh, watch his his uh, his daily uh, live streams. I mean, his audience really are uh, people who speak French and English because he does some bits in French and some bits in English. Um, but you might like it. If you're a Paul Taylor fan, if you're on Team Taylor, then you could listen to that or watch it. It's both. It's video and, and audio. Check it out. Paul has learned how to use the internet. He does live streams on YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. Okay. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode of The Lion Game, if you're fairly new to the podcast, I feel like I've got, I feel like I've had uh, a fair number of new listeners recently. So if you've enjoyed this episode, you should know that there are lots of other Lion Game episodes in the archive. Just head over to teacherluke.co.uk and do a search of the archive for Lion Game. Do a search for the, in the archive on an, on an, on an Apple Mac, you would do Command F and then type the words Lying Game and that would help you find the episodes. I think on a on a PC, it's Control F, isn't it? Anyway, that's how you would search for episodes of The Lying Game. I've lost count of how many times we've done this on the podcast now. We've had stories about working on Keanu Reeves films, being bullied by members of Coldplay, 
meeting rock stars at Buddhist temples, seeing famous French films, stars. Let me say that a bit again. I sort of said that wrong, didn't I? I said, me seeing famous French films, stars. <laughs> That's not how I'd say that. It's not how you're supposed to say that. Seeing famous French film stars on my roof, working as a pole dancer in Paris, stabbing yourself in the face accidentally with a kitchen knife, rolling cars on country roads, that means crashing them and making them roll over, knocking down walls in Japanese apartments, getting offered threesomes, that's when someone offers you a threesome. Would you like to come to bed with my boyfriend and me? That would be a threesome. All right. Uh, uh, what else have we had in lying games in the past? And all kinds of other things. It could be a whole podcast of its own, couldn't it? In fact, it is a TV show. There is a TV show called uh, Would I Lie to You, which is exactly the same concept as, as the lying game. But I swear that I started doing episodes of the lying game before I was even aware of um, Would I Lie to You. I promise. And anyway, I've been playing the lying game in English lessons before Would I Lie to You, the TV show, was even um, was even a thing. So anyway, just, just to let you know, I didn't steal the idea from TV. Okay, I came up with it on my own. Thank you very much. If anything, they stole it from me. I don't think they did, but let's say that they might have done. You can imagine some TV executive. We've discovered this really cool concept on a podcast. He calls it the lying game, but we're going to take the idea and rebrand it. No one need ever know that we stole it. I don't think they did. Anyway, search YouTube for Would I Lie to You? It's a British panel comedy show where you get, you know, like two teams of guests and they're usually comedians and they play this game. It's quite fun. Um, Anyway, there you go. Search the episode archive for Lying Game or search the archive in the app for Lying Game to find all the other episodes and there are loads of them. Um, That's it, isn't it? That is basically it. I'm not going to go on anymore at this point. I could. I could do some other things, but I I won't because time is is being squeezed to the max. It's, it's, It's difficult. I've said before that I'm lucky to be able to keep doing this podcast during the lockdown and I am. But, I mean, I'm really squeezing in the work, the podcast work into very narrow little sections of time. Um, normally, obviously my daughter's at creche and she's away and so I get a chance to kind of work. But when she's not at creche, obviously we've got to look after her and that means I just, in most of the time, I don't really have a lot of time to do this. Is my English working today? I don't know. I'm waiting for the hiccups to come back. I'm doing this now at 9.30pm and uh, I still haven't had my dinner yet. I'm not complaining. I don't, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm very happy, but I'm just saying, just giving you a window of into, a window into my life at this moment. It's all right, Luke, you're saying to yourselves, it's all right, don't worry, we understand you're busy, blah, blah, blah. Don't make a big deal out of it. Okay, I won't make a big deal out of it. I will just say... Uh, episode 664 will come as soon as possible, as soon as I've had a chance to actually work on it for any length of time properly. The lockdown in France, because I live in France, even though people keep emailing me, messaging me all the time saying, oh, uh, if I ever come to London, I'd love to meet you. It's like, well, good luck. I probably won't be there because I live in France. A lot of people just don't get the, don't get, they don't realise. Anyway, 
lockdown is going to sort of end a bit on the 11th of May. I said before it would be the 4th of May. That's today. May the 4th, Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. I thought it would be the May the 4th. It's actually May the 11th. So we've got another week or so of this. Just going to try and make it into the 11th of May. And then the creches are going to kind of reopen. Some schools are going to reopen. Some stuff is going to open again. I think bars and restaurants and things are going to reopen. Basically, the the world, you know, people are just going to emerge from lockdown, emerge blinking into the light, just rubbing their eyes like, oh, wow, what is this new world that we've come back to? Anyway, um, so 11th of May is when I think the daycare centre, the creche, childcare centre is going to reopen on a limited basis. I don't know if they're going to accept uh, our daughter. They might decide, no, you're okay. You can continue looking after her. You've been doing okay this far. I don't know, but uh, they might accept her. They might not. So it might be another week before I actually get proper time. But even then, I've still got like all sorts of things to do. And uh, you know what it means. You know what it's like. Life. What am I saying? Point is, new episodes should arrive soon. But it's all a question of time. Also, I've got to finish Premium Series 22. I'm only part of the way through that. So I've got to finish off those th- that series and there's going to be at least two episodes of premium series 22 to come so they'll probably get that then there's episode 664 665 i haven't decided what they're going to be yet and then episode 666 with james that is in the pipeline not recorded yet but we've been working on it okay there you go how are you folks what's the lockdown situation in your countries are you getting to the end Is your country going to start lifting restrictions? Is that even a good idea? I don't know. I don't think we've seen the back of the coronavirus, that's for sure. I think think it's going to come back. It's like a... It's going to be like a... a a, a monster from a, a slasher movie, from a horror film. You know, you think you've killed the monster. You've stabbed it in the head with a knife. And then... You think it's the end of the film, and then doom, the monster's back again. Oh god, it's back! Let's we've got another half an hour of this shit. We say half an hour; it could be six months. We don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to comment. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Anyway, what's it like? What's what's going on in your country? So are they lifting restrictions? Are the restrictions going to stay? Does everyone disagree? I don't know. Thank you anyway for listening to my podcast. No song today. I can't. Not ready. Not prepared. Don't. Not prepared to do a song. But anyway, thank you for listening. Speak to you again soon. But for now, goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.